one billion years in the future, Earth still exists, though maybe not as we imagine it. Eras upon bygone eras worth of technology have been left behind by eight previous and fallen civilizations. It is now up to the denizens of the Ninth World to piece together what was left behind. Perhaps they're looking to carve out their place in the world, or simply to survive a land riddled with weird and unearthly dangers. Or perhaps still, they just wish to learn and uncover the secrets of the Numenera. Whatever it is this new era of adventurers and heroes is looking to discover, they'll have to dig through the imprinted echoes of the past to find it. Anamnesis, noun. The recollection or remembrance of the past. Reminiscence. Hello, and welcome to Imprinted Echoes, a family-friendly Numenera actual play podcast. I'm Zan, and I'll be your GM. Thank you for joining us today, and as always, we hope you're staying safe and healthy. And a happy new year to everyone as well. This episode should be coming out on New Year's Eve, so I hope that your 2023 has been prosperous, and that you have wonderful plans and goals for the coming year in 2024. Thanks for listening along with us for yet another cycle around the sun. We finally know the origin and purpose of the creatures that have been terrorizing the people of Mirith. Unfortunately, it's not as clean cut as anyone would have liked. Now armed with a tool to help identify Cinemar duplicates in their midst, the group returns to the village and tries to put an end to this entire problem. It proves to be both a diplomatic and moral quandary that no one is happy about facing. Meetings are called, duplicates are tracked down, and alternative options are hoped for. Join us as Nehemiah, Smallren, and Jory seek to eliminate a threat. You all spent the night at the Crimson Inn in Mirith after a long day. It's truly only been a day since you arrived here. Finding out all that you did about the Tarza, about the Cinemar duplicates, about Mother Machine and its goals, about the things that are plaguing this town, whether with good or bad intentions, they need to be stopped. You decided that in the morning, you would try to organize some sort of town meeting and see who you could scan with the machine that you got and see if there's anyone else who's been infected. The machine had told you that there were four. You eliminated one in the forest. You believe that Javi was a false positive. So there's at least two others here that you need to figure out. Next morning, you wake up, sun rises, and so do you. How do you proceed? We should try to get to the Elder before anyone's up and about. Will be easier to have the conversation, I think. Agreed. Do all of you go? I think I am going to be writing posters if we didn't do that. I didn't think we did that last night, did we? I don't think there was ever a plan to make a poster, no. Well. Do you want to make posters? I'm going to. <laughs> Amazing. Town but... meeting and I just leave the time blank. So Jory's making some posters. Brex will stay with Jory just mm -hmm. for the sake of being extra protection if need be and also knowing that if something goes wrong, Brex can't be infected. That is a bit of reassurance. I'd also want to grab Galkin. Sure. You already know where he lives, and you can kind of like go pick him up on the way. 
Sure. When you do, he absolutely agrees. Yeah, that's that's fine. I I think talking to the elder is going to be a, a good idea. There's mm-hmm. there's a lot going on, and she's going to be the most respected and listened to person. I think mm-hmm. that's a good call. As we arrive, I take out the scanners. Like, sorry, nothing personal. Just haven't that, seen you in fine. a minute. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I I understand. Go for it. Scan. Clear. Cool. I pass off. Let him scan me. Mm-hmm. We'll head on over. Smaller, do you allow yourself to be scanned? Yeah. Okay. Your Ogrim Orb does show up, but not as like a... It isn't really sure, but it's probably not. Right. It's kind of like... I don't know. No, okay. Never mind. You're good. You're good. You're good. You're on thin ice, but it's fine. Yeah. You head over to the elder's house. She is up and about, not like working or anything, but is actually like sitting out. She has like a little chair by her front door and it's just kind of like sitting out there drinking some cup of warm morning beverage, Mm -hmm. some sort of tea and is enjoying the the morning air before doing whatever it is that she does for the day. Oh, uh, morning Gulkin. And uh, it was, I'm sorry, I don't quite remember your names. Nehemiah. Nehemiah and Smallrin. Right. Uh, glad to see you again. I hope you had a good night. Mm. It was a um, little eventful. We actually ended up looking into those attacks that were happening. Oh, I hope you were safe, at least, and uh, maybe a bit more successful than we have been oh. recently. I mean, I got good news and bad news. And as I say that, I'm going to, like, take out the scanner and just kind of, like, not too stealthily, but, like, you know, like, take it out and, like, hit the button and just see if it dings when if there's stuff. Hold it like a clipboard and see, uh-huh. if, hope she doesn't notice. Very casually. Yeah. Not secretively, but casually. Right. Uh, yeah, you, you hold it up and it shows her as clear. Okay. Can we step inside for a moment? We figured out what's going on. It ain't good news. I see. Um, yes, uh, of course, you can You can come in. Um, would any of you like some tea? I'm all right, thank you, though. No, thank you. Gulkin accepts. You all step in, and it, it seems like a pretty serious situation, and we know that it is, but it seems to be more complex than what we might be thinking, given the way that you're acting about it. Yeah, so I'm gonna just kind of blitz on through this, and uh, if you need me to double back on something, please let me know. The long and short of it is, is that um, you've got a bit of an infestation here of something called a Cinemar Duplicate. The things that have been attacking, they are essentially a built-in defense mechanism. They go after these duplicates. These things can pick up on a false positive. So if somebody's got like a weird fungal infection, that might be part of the problem. You said part of a a built-in defense system built in where built in how to what it is a machine facility of some kind that is left over from an earlier time it was activated by the arrival of the cinemar duplicates and it seems that it will not deactivate until it is sure that all of them currently here are gone i see we've been here for quite some time and we've not run into anything like that in that forest before, but who am I to say that things from a prior world wouldn't just pop up randomly? I'm, I've am i heard of weirder things. Is this a machine that we could control in some way? Not that we've noticed a good way to do so. It is um, resistant to additional input. Unfortunately, it seemed specifically built not to be tampered with. I see. Perhaps we can work with it a bit. Here's the thing, you might not need to. Okay. Because the reality is, 
if the duplicates are not handled, everyone's lives here are in danger. We need to get everybody together or quarantine folk or whatnot and start a scanning, figure out what's going on. Because if we don't, everyone is in a lot of danger and not just from the Tarza. Right, right. I, I'm sorry, I got sidetracked. You're right, that that is the, the real worry is the fact that we've had people in our beloved community that have been replaced. Mm-hmm. So strange sometimes that the thing you think is the danger ends up not being the thing you should worry about at all. Getting folks together then. I think I see the wisdom in calling a meeting here rather than trying to lock people down in their homes. I worry about isolating people who might need the safety of a larger group. And if we can contain this issue and not have any more casualties than we already have, then all the better. All right. Sounds good to me. I'll start spreading the word and Galkin, if you could as well. Uh, let me know if there's anything I can get you or if there's any sort of setup that you need to make that work. Do you know when you would want to hold this meeting? Our companion was making some posters. <laughs> That's very thoughtful of you. Mid-afternoon, I think that will give people enough time to gather their things and take care of what they need to for the morning before meeting up. The Crimson Inn's probably the, the best place for, for us to gather. It's small, but has enough seating. Let me know if you need anything else. All right. Thank you. Galkin excuses himself and goes to start spreading the word. Elder Brawl kind of like takes care of a couple things in the house and is clearly also getting ready to leave and start telling folks. Jory, you've been making posters. Why, yes, I have. And Brex is kind of just, you know, around, watching, waiting, listening. I will have them pick out different colors for me as I go, so you can be my assistant sometimes. While keeping an what, eye out. What are you yes. using to make these posters? That was my <laughs> next question. question. I want to um, know. That's a very good question. Um, I think Do I will... a craft store here? I doubt it. <laughs> I, I found some flowers and that sort of thing that I kind of mushed up into little bowls I had asked for, and I, I'm finger-painting. <laughs> I'm finger-painting on it. Parchment. I love the idea of making natural ink wells with... Uh, different herbs and flowers and plants and and, and the like. Uh, so your range of things and Brex is picking out colors as you go. Uh, and there is a very light knock on your door. Hello. Um. Hi. It's it's Harvey. Oh, do please come in. And she cracks the door open. She looks very tired. Can can I I can come in? Of course. She comes in and closes the door and like takes a seat on the edge of the bed. You're you you're the only one here right now. Well, um, Brex. No, I, I know. I'm sorry. I just, um, I just wanted to tell you all thank you. That's all. Oh, uh, you're very welcome. You're looking very good. <sighs> I'm really tired. Uh, that took a lot out of me. Um, and I'm, and I'm kind of sad about having to remove the plant. I know. I'm sorry. But no, I, I, I understand, and it, ma- it makes sense. And I, I know I'm going to recover better. And just th- thank you for for figuring it out. Tahira told me a little bit more about everything after I kind of came around and that I probably would have died otherwise. Yes, Um, you would have been murdered, probably, in a very terrible way. But that's not going to happen now, so all set. Right, right. Just thank you. Um, You're welcome. Very bad luck. Yeah. Experiment-wise, this is the worst place that you could have wandered into for something like that, so. I guess so. (laughs) The world is just a lot 
scarier than I thought it was going to oh, be. Oh, you have no know? idea. I'm sorry. I, I it, It's really not that bad. But you've braced yourself well. This was a good test. Uh, yeah, yeah. You can only be stronger from here. Yeah, yeah. It, it's got to keep going up, right? Yeah, exactly. Would you like to help me paint? That sounds nice. What are you painting? Posters to get everyone together. Oh, for what? Well, the danger's not clear yet. We need to make sure nobody else is infected by the true thing that Tarza were pursuing. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, no, I'll, I can help make some posters. That sounds nice. Excellent. You can have the red. I'll stick with the blue, if that's okay. Or we can swap. We can mix them and make violet. The, the red's nice. I'll, I'll start with red. Okay. Posters are put up. It's a very small town. Word travels fast and very quickly all folks are aware that at noon there's going to be a meeting at the Crimson Inn. Anything anyone's doing to prepare for this? I would warn the innkeep about what's going on and scan them. Did we get a chance to scan her the night before or was she asleep when we got back? She, she was sleeping. sleeping. Okay. Once we get back to the inn, if she's up and about, we would scan mm -hmm. her. She's kind of like getting breakfast stuff together, like mm -hmm. they're cooking like some meat of some sort and like getting some baked goods ready. Seeing her kind of working on that, I would pass the scanner off to Smallrin and I would go up and make some small talk to distract her so that Smallrin could get a scan in. Sure. Hey, how you doing? Doing good. Good. With your social interaction stuff, I'm not going to make you roll yeah. for this. She is exceedingly calm. Sure. All hints of the overwrought grief she had yesterday sure. are gone. I'm doing well today. Got a very good night's rest. Good. Hey, sometimes that's all it takes, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's been nice. Uh, would you like some breakfast? Something small would be great. Thank you. Of course. And she sets down a plate mm -hmm. of meat and like a little potato dish of some sort. Sure. Tubers. 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 <laughs> Every time I can't, I can't <laughs> There's no way. say it. And I will keep an eye on small Ren and Wait for me to get the nod that we've got the all clear. Smallrin, you bring the scanner up. You see that telltale blue glow on her and in her brain. Smallrin's going to kind of tuck it into one of her many pouches and go up to her, catch her attention without like mm -hmm. tapping her on the shoulder or anything. She's a mm -hmm. good arm's reach away. Pardon me, there was something upstairs. Would you mind coming up? to our room for a moment. I think there may be a crack in the leg of one of the beds. A crack in the furniture? Sure, yes, I can come take a look at that. We noticed it last night, but we didn't want to wake you. Of course, thank you. Give me just a moment. And she takes the pan she was using like off the fire just to keep anything from burning uh, and turns to Nehemiah and says, well, if anyone else comes down for breakfast, could you tell them I'll be right back? Absolutely. Wonderful. Thank you. As Smallrin moves past Nehemiah, just like mm -hmm. lightning fast, she just like pinches his shoulder. I will wait a beat or so for them to kind of move forward. And then Nehemiah would stand up and follow. You lead her up to your bedroom, which was originally yours and Brex's room, Smallrin. Mm -hmm. So with Brex being in Jory's room helping finger paint, you have an empty room at your disposal. Cool bring her up, lead her to the bed furthest from the door and point her towards whatever leg is visible but closest to the wall at the foot of the bed and wait for Nehemiah to come in and gesture for him to close the door. Before we do that, I'm going to hit two recovery rolls real quick. Yeah, that's a good idea. I will as well if that's I okay. I think I'm going to, that's an excellent idea. Yeah, we're going to 
And that actually will pop me back up to full right there, so. You start pointing at the foot of the bed and Nehemiah follows. You motion for him to close the door. What do you do? Smallrin's going to reach into her pack to create a deadly poison and apply it to the forearm blade that just kind of lives on her arm. Normally that's a level two. That's a level two. I am going to spend the level of effort to increase this to a level three deadly poison. Okay. All right, you apply that as quickly as you can. Roll espionage just to keep her from noticing yeah. it immediately. Again, level three. Actually, yeah, I'm going to spend for a point of effort. On, or I am I am specialized in this. It'll take it down to one. You just need to roll a three or better. <sighs> Failure with a two. <sighs> okay. Um, Hold on. You know what? I've laid inspiration. I can retry a task for intellect. Okay. And it gives me an asset. So that means it'll so just it'll be for free. So you go to apply it and she kind of turns around to talk to you and you kind of like stop real fast for a moment, keeping yourself from giving it away. And as she turns back to the bed, you quickly continue reapplying that. Nehemiah, you see Smallrin kind of like mm -hmm. reaching into her pack in a way that you're very familiar with, trying to pull out those different capsules of different components. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Nehemiah is just going to lock the door and casually move over towards one of the beds as if he's like just going to grab something real quick. But the sword spear like just kind of casually comes off his back kind of a thing so that he can kind of lunge over a bed with it. Sure. Super cash. Super cash. <laughs> I'm also going to have you roll it like a stealth roll so that she doesn't notice you locking the door. Sure. Level three. Three. All right. I will spend give myself some effort there and we roll 17. awesome yeah you're able to do it quickly and quietly and she does not notice that she is currently trapped mm -hmm. i'm not sure i see what you're talking about it, it look I, I i know that we don't necessarily have the furniture that's in the best condition here there's some nicks and scratches and we're, we're not a fancy city uh, tavern or anything but I, i'm not seeing uh, uh, any sort of structural crack here what are we talking i don't understand i was sure that i had seen something if you don't then perhaps i was mistaken maybe it was just the lighting the late night lighting it can trick your eyes sometimes but uh no i'm not seeing anything but oh if you do find anything else actually wrong do let me know i'll i'll, I'll see to it pretty quickly i'm gonna go back down to to see to breakfast though smarin's just gonna kind of look at nehemiah Nods. And Smallrin's going to lunge at her. Go ahead and roll level three might. I'm going to spend for a point of effort. Success with a 12. You lunge at her. The forearm blade sits kind of on the outside of her arm. As she's turning to leave, Smallrin's just going to slash towards the side of her neck, trying to get mm -hmm. as close to the head as possible. So your weapon does two damage and there's another five with the poison, correct? correct? She screams. And as she turns, you see that tongue starting to unfurl as she goes to try and whip around. Smallrin, you got the advantage of taking her by surprise. Nehemiah, go ahead and roll initiative to see if you can go before her. Sounds good. Natural 20. <sighs> Amazing. You have a chance to act before she is able to fully turn around to try and attack the two of you. Yeah, I go to stab. Level three, might okay. attack. I will go ahead, spend for effort. And we roll success with a 15. So six damage as Nehemiah lunges over the bed with the sword spear, jabbing at her. You make contact 
and you see a little bit of shock in her eyes for a moment as she was not in any way expecting this to be the situation. Mm -hmm. And she falls over. She only had nine health, so Smallhorn almost completely took her out. I'm assuming that I hear a scream. Oh, you heard the scream, 100%. I I I am running across the hall. Yep, you run across the hall and you find a locked door. Bang, 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 bang. We're fine. Smallrin whips out the sensor and holds it up and just is scanning the body to see if anything is left. You see the blue is starting to fade as the host also dies. One hand is holding the scanner. The other hand, she holds up like in a one finger up, like don't hold on one second to Nehemiah Mm -hmm. and just watches and waits until the blue completely goes. Takes a second or two, but it does. Is the tongue okay. still there? Is the tongue still yeah. apparent? Yeah, it's still cool. out and kind of like cool. just on the floor. This is going to be That's... much easier to explain if the tongue is obvious. <laughs> yes. Unlock the door. It was Noah. <sighs> she was one of them. Yeah, I mean, her husband was one. Did you ask it to leave before you just killed her? <laughs> <laughs> I think we've established that that doesn't work. Maybe they have different personalities and one Jory, of them might- we need you to go get the Elder now. I'm going to lock this door. Put Grex outside of it, please. Okay, okay. I'll go tell them. And I'll go get Grex and head out to go find the Elder with my shoulders slumped. Real quick, I would go ahead and put the body in a bed and cover it with a sheet. Mm-hmm. Little respect, but also that's our evidence. Sure. Honestly, Nehemiah, if you want to go with her, I'll stay here. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. I'll have Brex pop in here with you. Brex comes across the hall. You see Javi kind of like peeking out of the door, like what the heck happened with this very worried look on her face. I will say as I'm leaving, it's it's okay. It's going to be okay. Just um, maybe I could grab posters on my way out. We were basically done. Yeah, you can grab the posters. You send Brex over, you and Nehemiah head out to the Elder. As you are coming up, she is actually exiting her house. Like she is about to head out to Mm -hmm. talk to folks. Hello. Oh, hello. We've got some news, um, some good news and some bad news. Just like last time. Uh, Oh, remarkably so. Well, the good news is we found one and it is no longer a problem. The bad news is- The bad news is who it is. Yes, it was Noah. Hmm. I'm sorry. There's nothing we could do, I think. No, that's, thank you for letting me know. I. Um, she had transformed enough that we have substantial evidence. Yes. No one's gonna be fighting us on this. It ain't pretty. Understood. So there is um, one left, at least as far as we know, unless there was another mm-hmm. infection between the time we got um, the amount and now, which is possible. So we need to be careful. Very well. Let's get folks together as soon as possible. Mm. I will start wandering around, putting up posters and uh, kind of just telling people, knocking on a couple of doors. I was going to run around like a town crier, but I'm a bit sad now. Mm. <laughs> Time passes a little bit and right around just before noon, the sun highest in the sky, you start getting folks heading up to the inn. I will start making some tea when I return. Um, I'll help myself to the kitchen area and um, just start putting anything I can out, any anything to make people feel comfortable when they come in. And I try to kind of hide a bit so they don't suspect that Noah's not there. Okay. 
Are you planning to scan people as they enter or scan people en masse as they are here? I feel like one would be a little less suspicious than scanning each people, each person as they come in. I don't know. Yeah, if we could figure out a way to like scan folks as they are walking in stealthily, that would be ideal, to which I would defer to our sneaky friend. <laughs> I'm assuming there's at least one window in the room. Oh, yeah. That we there's a couple have. windows. Do any of them overlook the front door of the inn? Yeah, I'll say it's frontward facing. You can see folks as they're walking up. So Smallrin is basically going to tell Nehemiah to hang out in kind of the front area, the entry area of the inn outside. Not like as a guard or a sentinel or anything, he can just look like he's relaxing and, you know, he's not part of the community, so he's not necessarily going to the meeting. And mm. Smallrin is going to sit up in the window in her way and basically scan everyone as she sees them walking in. And then she's going to, I think she arranges some sort of bird call that she's going to make. I, me, Bridget, can't do a bird call, but Smallrin can. <laughs> Smallrin could, um, sure. Absolutely. To indicate when she has found somebody. Okay. You post up Nehemiah, Smallrin, you kind of get yourself settled by the window. Rex just kind of hangs out in the back of the room, actually kind of hanging out with Radius. Again, they're both kind of just in the back watching as folks are coming in. Just two metal folk. Non-organic bros. <laughs> yeah. Friends of the earth. Children of the machine. <laughs> folks start coming in slowly at first, but then starts to pick up larger groups of, of people. Most people are just fine, just kind of like scanning through. Nothing, nothing. You're relieved every time a child goes through <sighs> and is not yeah, Take I was wondering whether that was going to come I up. I hadn't thought of that. I did. <laughs> oh, no. As it starts to kind of trickle down again, the majority of people have already arrived. You see someone walk through who pings, has that blue on it, and... Bird call. Yeah, I'll say, you don't necessarily recognize this person, but they have a very eclectic-looking clothing. Do I notice the call? Was that communicated to me? I don't see why not. I will have tucked away under the, the bar area a kind of sleepy tea, if you will. Okay. In case a bird call person comes up and would like some tea, maybe that would help. So just kind of like a, not an actual, like, I'm, this is going to knock you out and more of a, this is just a calming, like, I, chamomile lavender kind of situation. I think it, if I had a thought of it to ask Smallrin, because she would be the person to ask, then yes. But if I thought of it after we were already in place, I would just get like a, you know, chamomile, chamomile mint something. I'd be okay if you guys talked about it ahead of okay. time. Small one, do you have anything that would do make them I? sleepy? <laughs> <laughs> um, do I? Ever? Yes. Yes. Small one does have basically a milder version of, we had developed something back mm -hmm. in Lagam for yeah. when we, when they didn't want to let me kill people. <laughs> yes. I still it, don't. It was, it was the one that would put them to sleep for a long period of time, but give them terrible, awful dreams. Oh, That's right. Oh, no. She has a variation on that. Doesn't necessarily include the hallucinogenic that would give the bad dreams, just because she isn't entirely sure that it would work on this particular life form and doesn't want to risk it. She's just going to go with the horse tranquilizer. <laughs> I will put a bit into the tea and I will keep, if it's okay with Smallrin, I'll keep the vial just in case there's oh, more yeah. than one. Smallrin gives you 
at least two vials and lets you know there's four doses in each, just in case. If at all possible, if I'm able to alert you in time, Nehemiah, you should probably try to pull whoever it is aside before they go inside. Sure. If not, then you alert Jory, and if they come up for a beverage, she doses them. That works. I don't want to cause a panic, though, is the thing. Like, we need to figure out a way to get this person separate from the, or these folks separate from the rest of the crowd, and ideally the situation handled without causing a panic. Because if there are additional infections between then and now, we could uh, find ourselves in a bit of a situation. Also, if a town notices us just murdering one of their folk without any uh, rhyme or reason, it's going to lead to some questions. Well, that's why I didn't want to poison them, so they're clearly still awake. And I, I will yeah. also say if they don't come up, I don't pursue them. I don't want to be suspicious. So it's mm -hmm. only if they do come up, I'll give them a bit of... So yes, ideally, Nehemiah, accidentally trip them, ask them something. You're better at that part of it than I am, the excuses. Yeah, fair enough. You won our door prize. Please come this way. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, fast forward. <laughs> Hearing the bird call, Nehemiah will abandon his post, noticing the dress of the individual that walked in. He'll kind of walk up and, you know, kind of clap the fella on the back. He's like, excuse me, I don't think you and I met yet. Yeah, uh, please don't touch me. Oh, my apologies. No, no, we 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 haven't met. What's your name? Hadorm. Hadorm. You uh, you new in town? No, I've been here for a very long time. Oh, curious. I've I've been around for 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 a minute here, and I hadn't noticed you about yet. I don't like people. Ah, fair enough. Fair enough. Gotcha. Well, apology. Can I get you something to drink? Um, uh, it depends on what it is. You a tea man? Yes, I, I like tea. Let me get you some tea then. You know, kind of gesture. Hat arm to the bar. I already kind of have it out a bit so that it doesn't look like I'm randomly pulling one from under the bar when the rest of them I wasn't. Here you go. Yeah, yeah, thanks, thanks. Um, what kind is that? I'm really picky about my tea. It's a blend from back where I'm from. It's called Benbe. Your name's not Ben, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. That's good. I'm kidding. He kind of picks it up and sniffs at it. Jory, I need you to, like, roll me a deception roll of some sort. This one's going to be level five. Uh, I don't have that, so untrained. Of course the herbalist is the one who we have to try to poison. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I had it planned that this is who it was from the get-go, and you guys chose tea as your poisoning medium. I'm sorry. Oopsie doodle. <laughs> Um, okay, rolling away. So well. Success with an 18. Wonderful. Plus two damage. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that. He takes a sniff at it and thinks for a moment. I might like that. Okay. It's really very good. All right. I will say I also take a sip from one that I kind of have. So that mm -hmm. it, you know, monkey sure. see, monkey do. He kind of takes a sip at it and kind of, it's got a, it's a strange aftertaste, but I don't hate it. Yeah. It's relaxing, if nothing else. I'm going to go sit down now. Uh, thanks, mm -hmm. I guess. No problem. Of course. Don't he finds a seat. So. <laughs> Nehemiah will kind of you know, lean back on the bar and keep an eye on things. And just whisper to Jory, like, don't think there's going to be a whole lot of love loss there. No, I don't know how long it will take to kick in, though. So we might uh -huh. want to make sure he's braced against something a little bit. Uh, but I don't really know how to yeah. do that. 
without looking suspicious. Smallrin appears at Nehemiah's shoulder. How much of it did you give him? In, in the meanwhile that all this was happening, she had taken her moment to climb down the outside of the building and come through the front door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she wants the door That's kept funny. locked and they only lock from the inside. Yep. Yeah, okay. okay, uh, okay. Is everybody here then? Yes. Okay. Yes. In the time that you were mm-hmm. talking to Hadorm and, and taking care of that, the last couple of people have started to uh, make their way in. At least as far as we know. Somebody else, I suppose, couldn't have, might not have come. I will look down at the vial and say, about a half, half a vial. It's not going to take long. Oh dear. The vial had four doses in it, you just gave him two. Oh, I thought you said it was two. No, I gave you two vials, four doses in each. Oh, okay, I thought four yeah. doses. No, that's, two. but that's totally done. fine. Overdosing him no, is probably it, okay. the move. That's fine, I, I, I'm, jewelry misunderstood. So I'm going to have done two doses. Yeah, yep. yeah. love it. I love that. Yep. One of my favorite little jokes I have ever played on Cassie is pretending that I didn't understand the difference between a clove and a head of garlic. <laughs> she told me to put two cloves of garlic into something, and I said, oh, yeah, I, I, I threw, like, all the garlic in there. Oh my God. And she got very nervous. It's like, I, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm not, I promise, I know, like, I am a decent cook. <laughs> also, two cloves is not enough for anything. No, not really. Like a single portion of something, perhaps. You don't gotta tell me that. <laughs> Love you, Cassie. <laughs> Anyways, when the elder shows up, mm-hmm. we've got Noah upstairs. She is transformed. Do you wanna see what we're dealing with? I understand if the answer is no, that is perfectly respectable. But if you wanna me to back up what I'm saying. I believe you, I okay. do. Um, no, I don't think I'm quite in the mindset to, to look at the That's moment. That's fine, absolutely fine. It's hat on. Well, he's a grumpy old man, that's for sure, Mm. but was fairly close to Tarn. So Mm. that makes sense, I guess. And he does give out various uh, supplements and needs to a lot of the hunters as well. I wonder if he's not patient zero. That's kind of my thought, but um, we've got got him dosed up a little bit, so. All right. I will kind of edge over. Is there anybody that you see specific that's missing? Anybody that stands out, we might have um, not reached. No, this seems to be everyone I can think of. Okay. Good. Well, who would like to make a speech? Elder, I'll defer to you if you'd like. Otherwise, I'd be, I do have a way with words. You seem to have more information on it. I, I'll introduce you and give mm-hmm. people the, the understanding that you have my backing. But... Absolutely. Smallrin, can you um, place yourself near the guest of honor? just in case. Of course. Jory, here's the scanner. If you just kind of want to share surreptitiously, just show uh, the Elder what we're talking about here. We'll um, go from there. I kind of want to give ourselves a little bit of time to see if that if the knockout juice kicks in. Fair enough. Because that does make this a whole lot easier if it does. And if not, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Okay. Well, let's see, if you, if you pass this over a person, then it kind of glows a bit of blue if they're infected. I will try to subtly kind of hold it up. I'm assuming he's kind of closer to the back of the, of the people. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know how what the range is, but I will try to. The range is big enough to fit the room. It can't go through solid objects. Right. But as long as you have like- Clear sight line. 
clear line of sight of someone, it can scan them. So you kind of hold it up and you're, you're looking at it and you point out Hadorm and make sure that everyone is kind of aware of what, like, she understands what's going on there. Right. She nods and thanks you for the clarification and the assurity. And uh, she kind of steps up in front of the room. Uh, thank you everyone for meeting on such short notice. I, I hope that everyone has been having a good morning so far. The purpose of this meeting is to talk about the, the situation with the attacks that has been plaguing our, our small village here. Mirith has not been having the best streak of luck when it comes to uh, these terrible things that have been happening to us. Thankfully though, uh, we've had a few visitors here recently who have been kind enough to help look into it a little more further than most of us have been able to. There is a lot more to this situation than we originally thought. It's, it's a more complex situation than, than just some animals uh, attacking random people. Um, it seems to be a little more direct than that, and even more than that, it seems like that's not the actual source of our problem. So, these folks here have, have my trust and my support, and I hope that you will listen to them and trust them as well as I have. If you do have any problems or questions, you feel free to bring them up with me, but this is information that we need to have and that everyone needs to be aware of immediately. So please take a listen to what they have to say. Nehemiah take the stage. All right, folks, like the elder said, we're uh, talking about the Tarza situation y'all got going on. Feel like I've been saying this all morning, we got good news and we got bad news. Good news is, we know what's causing it. In fact, the matter is, most of you are perfectly and 100% safe. Honestly, this problem very likely might have sorted itself out, but for reasons that we'll go ahead and make clear, we want to make sure that this is done and ready before it gets much further. What we found is that these uh, creatures, these Tarza, as you've been calling them, um, they're actually a part of a natural defense mechanism. Well, not a natural, it's a Numenera defense mechanism, something from a time gone past. Now you see, what we've found is that, uh, you know, out in the ways there, there is a, a machine that creates these things. Um, and it only does so when it notices a particular type of threat approaching. Apparently this was a bigger problem in a time gone past. And right now, Nehemiah is actually just trying to draw this out a little bit. Sure. Give that tea as much time to work as possible because at this point, like we're trying to gauge between the two. Would you like to use play to the crowd here? That is absolutely what I'm what I'm intending to do. Perfect. I want to give everyone assets for protection against the duplicate, uh, except the duplicate, of course, who I want to get a hindrance to all of the things. Do you mention what it is that they're dealing with? Yeah, at some point, like Nehemiah realizes he's going to start losing them. Mm -hmm. So all of this is to say is that we do know what it is. Um, and this is something that has affected multiple people in town. And, you know, unfortunately, you all know of the loss of your beloved innkeeper the other day. Um, unfortunately, it is not just isolated to them as well. One of your beloved hunters, Raiden, was subject to this as well. And most unfortunately, the other innkeeper, Ms. Noah, was also infected. There's murmurs throughout the crowd of like, oh, you know, oh my gosh, I, I would never imagine this is so terrible. What a loss, that kind of stuff you're hearing. And unfortunately, one in this room is also infected. 
a being known as a cinema duplicate. There is a little bit of panic that starts to rise in the room. Everyone's like looking around and like, you can tell that everyone's looking at each other, uh-huh. trying to see like, is it you? Is it you? Is it you? Is it you? Mm-hmm. And at this point, Hadorn like stands up and tries to make a break for it. And there he goes. right there. <laughs> Smallrin, what do you do to try to stop him? Smallrin has the, the haft of her spear placed in such a way that when he starts to make a break for it, she just has to slide it forward and he trips right over it. I'm going to have you roll then. I'm going to make it a level three. One, because Nehemiah used to play to the crowd, so that makes it easier for you to, to do this. He's hindered. And two, he's starting to get a little sleepy. So go ahead and roll. This will be uh, speed to get it there quick enough for him to trip okay. over. Level, Level three. three, speed. A failure with a four. However, player intrusion. I would like to use, I have something called lucky break. Um, something happens that, some. this says something unexpected, but something unexpected happens that is to your advantage. Just as I attempt to trip him, I would like the sleep drug to kick in. Perfect, go ahead and spend that XP to use your intrusion. You kick your spear out to try and trip him, but it, he steps over. But the moment he sticks, takes one more step onto the other side of your spear, the rest of that sleep toxin kicks in and he goes a little cross-eyed and falls over, completely knocked out. And everyone in the crowd is now starting to become a little bit more riled up. They're like trying to pull away from what happened. They are a lot of talk. You can barely hear anything over the roar of of the number of people in this room who are scared and confused and just trying to stay away from the situation. Now everybody settle down, settle down. We have got this under control. There is nothing to worry about at this point. It is indeed Hadorn who is uh, the one that is infected, but clearly, Uh, They are not an issue at this point. People start to calm down a little bit. Still tense, still uneasy, but not loud and panicked. I will look to our uh, children of the earth. And um, (laughs) can uh, the two of you please um, remove the uh, individual to kitchens? Probably got a good enough place. Just uh, pop them back there. Keep them steady. We'll be there in a second. Yeah, without any effort, Brex mm-hmm. and Radius, each on one arm, just pick them up yep. and yeah. take them back. And Smallrun's going to follow behind them. Nehemiah will just give Smallrun a little nod. All right, real quick with that, everybody. Everyone is good. Everyone here is safe. Keep an eye out. If you see these things pop up again, we are going to leave the scanner with the elder. We got... One more person who uh, is set to meet us from out of town. We're going to scan him when he gets back. After that, this thing is yours, and we are good, and uh, y'all can go about things. I will, out of paranoia, I'm going to scan the elder one more time before I hand off mm. the... Still clear. Well, I was going to say, hold, hold let's on hold to, on to yeah. that until okay. Oben gets back. Okay, no problem. Because we haven't seen him since we knew this started. That's true. I'm very uh, afraid. And actually, as Smallrin comes back into the kitchen once you've scanned the crowd she comes over and asks for it from you and she is going to take a closer look at Hadorn because the only time she scanned him was from some distance the crowd starts dispersing the the elder is talking to a handful of people who have come up she's kind of just like gesturing people to go outside and more conversations or questions can be had but is trying to clear the space 
You all head back to the kitchen. And Smeller, you pull the scanner up. Uh, it, it is very clearly that that blue, but it's it looks almost a little bit more developed than uh-huh. others. It's it's taking over a larger part of the of the brain. It seems to be a deeper color. There's just got to be a way to get it out. What if Oban's infected? This is our last chance to figure something out. We can try, but these things attack the brain. They attack the nervous system. Even if we got it out, he would probably be changed for life. And it wouldn't be Best much case of a scenario. life. You don't know that for sure, though. I mean... I mean, here is my question. We can try this. This is something, like, clearly this is something you're passionate about, and I'm certainly willing to let you have a go at this. If we screw this up, your brother's toast. You recognize that, right? That's what your gamble is. If we screw this up and we get hurt, that's it. And we're going up against something that not only can do we not know how to handle, but another civilization couldn't sort it out. I don't feel like you invent the Tarza machine if you have any other options. That's a good point. I will also point out that being able to invent the Tarza machine argues a level of technological advancement that suggests if they could have removed the Cinemar duplicates while leaving the host alive, they would have found a way to do so. They're creating biological life from a machine. Well, we know it's not allergic to Ben Bane. I'm just going to sit on the floor and have a think. Mm-hmm. You do what you think is right. You all sit in the kitchen for a moment as Jory racks her brain, trying to think of anything that could serve as a possible option other than killing this person. Really mm-hmm. loud music. <laughs> as the rest of you prepare to take care of the situation as you originally planned. All right. Thank you so much for listening to episode 110 of Imprinted Echoes and Amnesis. As always, if you'd like to follow the podcast on social media, you can find us on X and Facebook at Imprinted Echoes and our website, imprintedechoes.com. There you can find links to the Ghostlight Media merch store and our Patreon if you're able to help us out monetarily. And on that note, I'd like to thank Savani, Rin, and Kyle for their continued support. If you'd like to help us out in other ways, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a rating and review, and tell a friend about the show. All of those things continue to go a long way in helping us out. Of course, you can find our hosts on X as well. Myself at Covered in Sawdust, Chase at TQ Loudly, Rin at Rin underscore Moran, and Bridget at Really Bridget. And be sure to follow our network, Ghostlight Media, at GLM Pods. We're also considering a shift over to Blue Sky soon, so keep an eye out for that. Thanks once again for listening, and I hope you'll be back in two weeks to hear yet another episode of Imprinted Echoes. And until then, may your ciphers never malfunction. Imprinted Echoes is produced by Zan Campbell-Johannes and Chase Greenlee, and is edited by Alex Berkowitz. Original show theme music is by Justin Longacre. This has been a Ghost Light Media production.